Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to a Friday episode of the Dear America podcast. Um, I am currently not in studio. I am in a hotel room in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and I want to talk to you guys. I think the title of this episode is going to be, What is a Woman? (laughs) And um, as you can probably imagine while I was doing my travels, um, Joe Biden's Supreme Court nominee had quite possibly the, not the worst, it, it was the worst, you know first rounds of interviews I've ever seen. And that was the, uh, it, it was more than that to, to, to me, it was some of the most abhorrent answers and dangerous answers that I've ever heard um, from a potential candidate. This, this woman is so radical that the world needs to be paying attention. And, it all goes into this this series we've kind of been doing about the morality of our country and the morality of this nation and and how we are losing our moral compass as a society and it it goes so much further than just oh we got to love everybody and oh we got to do this and do that you can love people too much and and that's the truth and a lot of people don't want to talk about that truth but 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 it really is the truth you can love somebody too much yes you can because love without any practical applications of improvement love without a moral compass love without any parameters of uh, decisive actions that need to be taken to improve is not love. Not really. Love is the ability to talk to people about the real things. Love is the ability to have the hard conversation. Love is the ability to love someone yet completely and utterly disagree with everything that they say or stand for and show them the right direction through you guessed it, a moral compass. And what we're losing right now in America, not not losing. In fact, I had a really good conversation with some really amazing people last night. Uh, We're not losing the morality battle in America. We've lost it. All right. Uh, We've lost the battle, the battle, the battle, the battle's been lost. We, we literally three weeks ago had a vote in the house and the Senate about, should the federal government allow uh, abortions to term? We're not talking about heartbeat bills. We're not talking about this is two term. 
And every single Democrat in the House said yes, and every single Democrat in the Senate said yes, but one. We've lost the morality battle. We've lost it. The battle is lost. Again, one more time. We are not we are not losing the battle. The battle is lost. And a lot of people won't tell you that because they don't want to tell you the truth. Because by not telling you the truth, uh, more money comes in to fight the battle for morality and all this other kind of stuff and, and more uh, entertainment, more content, content can be done. We've lost the battle. Seriously, just look around. The battle's been lost. Look at lives of TikTok for five seconds. Five seconds. And tell me the hope we have for humanity in this exact moment. Listen to the responses that, and and I'm just going to refer to her as the SCOTUS nominee. Honestly, at this current moment, I don't even believe that her name deserves to be spoken. And so I'm not going to do it. Just look at the responses the other day from the SCOTUS nominee. This woman is a woman with children that cannot answer, not get, we'll get into that in a minute. All of this is to say that the battle has been lost for morality, but I do not believe that the war is over. And I do believe as Americans, as Christians, etc., cetera, I, I do believe that we have an opportunity to win the war. Um, I, I want to address an email I got the other day, and, and it was a it was a nice email before everybody freaks out. It was a nice email uh, from a from a longtime listener. And they basically pointed out, you know, did it ever occur to me that, you know, not all of my listeners are Christians. And so maybe I should back it off a little bit uh, on the Christian standpoint, because I've got Buddhists that listen, atheists that listen, Scientologists that listen, uh, you know, maybe there's even some Satanists that listen or, or whatever, Catholics, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and so I want to address that really, really clearly. So. This show, and I'm talking to you very one-on-one here because I'm literally alone in my hotel room. So I, I want to be very intentional and I want to be very exact in my words in the response to this. Um, I am a Christian. I believe that the Bible is the ultimate truth in our world. I believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's what I believe. And so that is what's going to come out in what I say and what I do is a biblical world view. I hate no one. Um, people who believe different things than me, I love them regardless. I do. I believe they're wrong. I believe that Christianity and God is the answer. That's what I believe. Uh, you have every right to believe whatever you want to believe, but, but, but this is, you know, <laughs> to put it bluntly, the old immature me would be like, this is my show. So shut up or, you know, unfollow or whatever. I don't care. And I still don't care, but I don't care because I don't answer to you. I answer for my actions to God. And, 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 and that's what I feel deep down in my spirit and that these things need to be talked about and these things need to be addressed and these wrongs in our country need to be fought head on. But I'm going to do it from a biblical perspective and a biblical worldview because I believe that is the answer to us 
for us to stop losing these battles that we're losing. And I'm going to tell you how I think we got here. And then we're going to talk specifically about the SCOTUS nominee and some of their answers and the active attack on women. Uh, but before we do that, got to get into a sponsor. All right. So I want to talk to you about crowd health. Okay. Everybody knows that big pharma is the enemy. And honestly, insurance companies are the absolute worst. 250,000 people with health insurance went bankrupt last year due to medical bills. That's because one in six medical bills or things they got to get approved, they get denied. One in six. And that's even though you pay for health insurance. All right. So that's why crowd health is such an amazing thing. It is a community. They're putting community back in community health care and giving its members access to high quality care for up to 60% less in the process. You pay one low monthly total to fund your account and get access to the crowd health community. It's less than $200 a month for most people, by the way. 100% of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the health care cost of the community. You'll pay for the first 500 of a health event. And the rest gets submitted to the crowd health community members for funding. So say no to Big Pharma and say no to these health insurance oligarchs. Don't let healthcare costs stand between you and your future. Join CrowdHealth today. Right now, you can get your first six months for just $99 per month. That's almost 50% off the normal price and a lot less than a high deductible healthcare plan. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com and use the promo code GRAM at sign up. That's joincrowdhealth.com promo code GRAM. CrowdHealth is not an insurance company. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Term and conditions may apply. Okay, so 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 let me tell you what I think is wrong. And again, this goes back to this new mindset that I have. I, I saw a lot of things when I ran for Congress. And I know a lot of people have detected a change in me because I saw things that I didn't like. I saw things that were darker than I ever thought that they w could be. I saw things that were uh, just not good. I, I don't even know any other way. And I saw things that were such to a point that I can't even explain them to you because I don't think as a society, society is even ready to understand those kind of things. And so the future of our country is not through politics. The future of our country is through the morality of our country that affects who is running, that affects who gets elected, that then affects our politics. We've lost our morality in this country. And, and, and I believe, you know, and this is speaking to Christians because this is what I believe. We've lost the morality because everything that we used to hold dear, Okay, if you if you do research on the Second Great Awakening and the, you know, the 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 formation of the American church and things like that, there was really uh, a focus put on Christians as people who believe in God to adhere to a higher moral 
standard. Not that they were higher morally or they were superior, but 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 individualism, like literally the foundations of the American Constitution, our Bill of Rights, etc. You know, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Uh, individualism is a great thing. It is taking individual responsibility and actions and living at a higher standard and a higher level to achieve things, not just financially, but, you know, morally and and spiritually, however you want to look at it. And that was the foundation of the American church in Christianity was, hey, you know, we are Christians and we are supposed to live differently. In fact, uh, I took a screenshot of it. You know, once you write a couple of books, you know, obviously I, I know the main difference of the books, but you forget like some points that you write and, and you especially forget what books they're in. And somebody took a screenshot of my first book and well, not a screenshot that they, they put a story and, you know, I was very thankful for it. And if you're listening, thank you for the kind words, but basically it took a quote out of the book and the book, <laughs> I literally just said the words we're supposed to to be different. And I'm pretty positive. I was, I was talking about Christians there, but you know, it, it can also be put as, you know, Hey, if, conservatives, okay. We're supposed to be different. Um, if you don't believe that there's a million genders, if you believe that life begins at conception and that the life of the unborn is sacred, if you believe that our second amendment rights should be protected, our first amendment rights should be protected. If you believe all of these things, then we are supposed to be different than the mainstream narrative that is going on in our society. But why has the mainstream narrative become so rampant? Why has the mainstream narrative become so uh, normal in our society? Well, I believe that the church, and when I say the church, I'm not talking about the physical building. I'm talking about Christians. Christians make up the church, right? That is what I am talking about. And, 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 and I've beat this until I'm blue in the face. And sometimes I get tired of talking about it, but it needs to be talked about the separation of church and state. And everybody wants to talk about that and blah, 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 separation of church and state. Oh, Americans, we only, we only bow to ourselves. We don't bow to anybody. Just be quiet. Everything you're saying is stupid. <laughs> you can't submit to yourself. You can't bow down to yourself. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, by sheer definition of it, to submit, <laughs> you can't do that to yourself. Um, either way, it's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, here's what I think has happened in the, the the church in America specifically and why we see such rampant evil in our government. Okay. And, and you know, let, let's remove it here for a minute. A, a lot of people want to say, Oh, the Democrats are crazy. You know, the far left is insane. No, they're evil. They are, they're evil. Am I saying that people that vote Democrat are evil? No, they're just blind. The people that would vote Yes, to a mother should be allowed to murder her child to term. That's a full baby. For all of you moms out there and even all you dads, think about the moment your child is born. 
Okay. Maybe you had, you know, a seven pound baby, or maybe you had a whopping eight pound something baby. Who knows? But just think about that baby for a moment. Okay. The, the, the moment that that child was held in your hands for the first time, remember how small they were? Remember how delicate they were? Remember how innocent they were? And no matter how small, no matter the fact that they could not speak yet, no matter the fact that they even really knew what was going on, that was your child. And that is what is now your teenager or your adult son or daughter or, or, or that has a family of their own. And now you have grandchildren. That moment that you held that child, Democrats voted to say that is not a child and it can be murdered right to that point. That is evil. That is beyond any rationale. That is beyond any cognitive sane thought. That is beyond anything. The only thing it can be equated to is true and pure evil. And that is what is being voted on to remain in elected positions in Congress, in our government. All right, everybody, listen up. I want to bless you this month, okay? I want to bless you by paying off your mortgage for next month, okay? Um, what about producers? No, you're don't not, you don't count because you're on the show. Crap. You know how much I'd get sued if you want. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, Good Ranchers, okay? The company that saved this podcast from extinction when we got demonetized on Facebook is under severe attack from the radical left for supporting us, for supporting other conservative voices, and supporting free speech. I need every one of you right now to show your support for this 100% American beef company. I need you to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. And every single order this month, they're going to send me a list and I'm going to pick two people and I'm going to pay off your rent or your mortgage for next month. Okay, look, not only do you get 100% in America beef or chicken, you also support a conservative company and I'm going to bless you and you have an opportunity to have your rent or your mortgage paid off next month. I know times are tough. I know that everybody is hurting, but so is this company that is trying to do the right thing. So I need everybody right now to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham and make an order today. And I know this for a fact. I have Christians that come to me all the time. Yeah, I voted Democrat. Ooh, AOC, love her. Love her, AOC. No, she gets a bad rap. No, she voted to murder children. That's what she did. I'm going to say, you know, what a lot of pastors are afraid to say. You cannot vote for a candidate that supports abortion and claim to be actively living a Christian life and believe Christian principles. I'm sorry. I know that that is a hard thing to say. And so many pastors dance around it because it's so it's not, it is divisive, but, but, but sometimes division is a good thing. That's actually a chapter in one of my books, 
sometimes you have to divide. You have to pierce the veil between truth and lies. And that does cause division. In fact, more often than not, and I would honestly say, anytime someone tells you real truth, it hurts. Because real truth, not flattery, not compliments, truth. Real truth is not comfortable. Real truth is not uh, you know, oftentimes well-received because most of the time the truth is you ain't doing it the way you're supposed to be doing it. But, but, but let's get back. Um, let me connect two parallels to you of what's going on in America and what's going on in the church. And you tell me that they don't have direct reflections on each other. Okay. So one of the big things that's going on in America right now is this lie that has been just achieved from the far left in the mainstream media that America was never great. How many of you have heard that? Raise your hand or don't raise your hand if you're driving (laughs) or just like blink twice if you're in the gym. Don't be weird. How many of you have heard that? America has never been great. Well, this is a perversion and a uh, you know contorting of words, right? See, this is what the left does. This is what deception does. They take the word great and then they merge it with perfect. And then they want you to believe that those two words are one in the same. So what they're actually saying is that America is not perfect. And it's never been perfect. Now, that statement is obviously and very logically true because there's no way America is ever going to be perfect. But America's greatness cannot be argued. Although not perfect, America's greatness is what allowed America to move past slavery. America's greatness is what allowed America to move past and allow women to vote. America's greatness is what has made it the greatest country in the world, not its perfection. And in fact, it's America's greatness to learn from its imperfections that allows it, that has allowed it to become, well, what we know today. But we're losing what we fought so hard for because we have lost track and sense of what we're actually talking about. So the church, how does it work with the church? What are you getting at, Graham? Okay, I'll tell you. All right, so the church has leaned. There is, you know, as 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 the church, there is the 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 living between the truth in the tension of the truth and grace, right? Like that is that is the the burden of a Christian. That is the you know the church, uh, all of the above. Okay. And even if you're not a Christian, okay, living in the tension of truth and grace, I feel like those are two principles that even if you're not a Christian, you can get around that. Everybody's like, yeah, you should tell the truth and yeah, you should have grace. But, but here's the problem I have with that word grace. I feel like we have distorted it and as, as Christians, and I'm going to tell you why grace is we have to understand what grace actually is. So the ultimate you know, showing of grace was Jesus on the cross for our sins. Now, whether you believe that or not, uh, <clears throat> that's on you, but, 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 but let's put it like this. Okay. Grace is not compassion, right? So like, or leniency. Okay. Um, 
compassion is uh, just letting something go because you understand what that person was going through at the time. Leniency is you don't give somebody exactly what they deserve. You give them a lighter sentence because you have, uh, you know, leniency on them. Grace is that person deserves this. And you literally say, I know that person deserves this, but I'm going to move them out of the way. And even though I have done nothing wrong, you take out your vengeance, your punishment, your sentencing on me. That is grace. In my opinion, there's really only one person that can give true grace, and it's not a person. You see, the church is misconstruing grace with empathy and understanding, right? Like we have to live between truth and grace. Well, no, we have to live between truth and empathy and understanding. I understand your situations. I, 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 I empathize with your upbringing and the, the trauma that was done to you. But the truth is still the truth. And even though you believe this, or even though you think this, or even though they hurt you, or even though the church did this to you, or even though somebody said this and somebody said that to make you feel like this and that, the truth is still the truth. And it doesn't matter how you feel about it. See, you can have empathy and understanding and still speak the truth. And what you'll learn is the people that are being spoken the truth to, because you're directly engaging them from a place just like this with a tone just like this. And that's why I've been very intentional in my tone today. I'm not super excited. I'm not super emotional. I'm very in intentional in how I'm speaking to you. This is the tone of someone that loves somebody that they don't even know. This is the tone of someone that has understanding and empathy for situations that I know nothing about because I wasn't there. I didn't live it. But the truth is still the truth. And it has to be spoken and it has to be delivered on a daily basis especially to those that have lost their moral compass. That is where we failed as a church. That is where we failed as Americans. That is where we failed as a society. We're so concerned about hurting people's feelings or about saying something that could possibly have someone get mad at us that we just, we just disregard the truth entirely. It cannot be that way. It cannot sustain that way. It cannot work that way. But let's talk about the SCOTUS nominee. And let's talk about how all of these things that we've talked about so far have led to now what could be one of the most progressive Supreme Court justices this country has ever seen. But before we do that, let's get into a spot. 
All right, guys, Ronald Reagan saw it 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since until Joe Biden. In Ronald Reagan's own words, inflation is a, is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to Joe Biden. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold to protect the savings that you have, to protect what matters to you and your family, and that is security. When that is why you need to go to Birch Gold and diversify your savings account with gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the numbers 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. You've only got eight days left to purchase with Birch Gold before the end of February, and they will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So do it right now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. You've got no excuse. You're listening to this podcast on your phone as we speak. That's the word Graham to 989898 now. Okay, so it was a you know a month or so ago. Ted Cruz had a video go viral where he was he was asking a judge. Now this wasn't for the Supreme Court, but it was just judge in general. And he just asked her. He said, uh, you know, judge, is racism wrong? And the judge, you know, stared at him for a minute and was like, in you know, she said, Senator, you know, according to, um. Amendment 13 and 14 of our Constitution, um, all all men are created equal and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, no, 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 no. I understand that, Ted Cruz says. He's like, I got the 13th and the 14th Amendment. He's like, I'm asking you, though, is racism wrong? And she stared at him a minute and she sat there and she was like, uh, you know, Senator, as I said, and our 13th and 14th amendment of our constitution, it outlawed slavery and then uh, blah, 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 blah. And, and anyway, Ted Cruz said it one more time. He said, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you just one more time. Is racism wrong? And she could not simply say, yes, it's wrong. I don't think a lot of people realize how powerful that is. We have judicial systems we have judiciaries in place that no longer discern between right and wrong if it's written on a paper that's what we do has no regard for morality racism to that woman racism is wrong because we have the 13th and 14th amendment that's why racism is wrong not because morally it's wrong and that's why we have the 13th and 14th amendment so the same thing happened with the supreme court uh nominee just the other day two very simple questions i mean very simple questions um this woman who identifies as a woman who also is a parent 
was asked the question, when does life begin? She had nothing. Literally said the words, I don't know. Now, I want you to think about any job interview you've ever done. How often is the words, I don't know, a good answer? (laughs) When does life begin to a mother who has children? Imagine being this woman's child. And to hear your mother utter the words, I don't know when life really begins. I, I, I guess the moment that, you know, they pass through the vaginal canal is when life begins. I would be mortified if I was a, if I was her son or daughter, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 mom. Wait, what? The entire nine months that I was growing in your womb, like I wasn't a person. What kind of mother says those things? You got to think about this kind of stuff. What kind of person who has children, I can understand, I don't agree with it, but I can understand people who don't have kids that are making these arguments because they, they don't understand the supernatural connection that happens when a child is conceived. Like they don't understand it. And I'm not a woman. So I don't even understand the supernatural connection that my wife had with all three of my children from the moment she knew. God designed us that way. It's that way on purpose. Maternal instincts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Paternal instincts also for security and safety. Uh, Those things are biblical. Those things are put into us for a reason. And to sit there and listen to uh, a woman with children who is going to be a Supreme Court justice, the highest court in our country, not even be able to give a response except I don't know. It's very concerning to me. It should be concerning to you. Also, and then the thing that baffled me the most, this woman is a woman. She's a woman. She identifies as a woman. She was asked by Marsha Blackburn, what is a woman? Ladies, I need you to listen to me, and I need you to listen to me very, very clearly There is an open attack against you right now. We used to have a society here in America where women were just, you know, they are supposed to be home barefoot, cook dinner, raise the kids, and they can't vote. You remember those days? It was wrong. But do you remember those days? Some of you probably don't because you weren't alive there and there, but but, but you've read about it, right? Like, you know these things? Okay. The same attack is happening to you right now, just in a different way. There is an open attack against women. You have biological men proclaiming and identifying as women that are dominating women's sports. They're taking away female promotions, i.e. the first four-star general is a man. And anyone who dare say that they are a biological man they're being removed left and right babylon b was removed charlie kirk 
was removed, and now it looks like Dan Bongino, and I've even heard rumors about Tucker Carlson. Anyone that combats the narrative of this is censored, taken out, done, gone. But it's even more so than that. Now you have women. This isn't the first time this happened. She she literally responded with, do you want me to define a woman? I, well, I can't do that. I, I have no idea. I'm not a biologist. So you, by that very statement, so you're admitting that woman and man are biological things? Because if that's the truth, then there's two. There's a man and a woman. If you don't, if you're on the arguments that, well, genitalia doesn't define, you know, uh, if you're a man or a woman. Okay, well, then what does? It's got to be biology, right? Chromosomes, XX, XY. These are basic truths, basic moralities. And yes, it is an absolute truth that the DNA, the biological makeup of the human species is male and female man and woman and we have people we have a person now that is going to be on the highest court in the land making decisions for the future about women's sports making decisions in the future about when life uh is when does life begin making decisions in the future about should men be allowed to go in female bathrooms where your eight-year-old daughter may be we're going to have people that do not understand and no longer have a grasp of morality and absolute truth in our country. That is the truth. So my challenge to you today is simply very simple. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue to stay silent? Are you going to continue to live in your own comfort zone? Are you going to continue to say, ah, well, that doesn't have anything to do with me or, well, ah, that's not here yet. You know, they're not teaching that in our school. It's coming. It's coming. Your kids know about it. I promise you they do because they got friends. Are you going to continue to sit on the sideline when we've lost a battle and wait on us to lose the war? Or are you going to put your pads on, put your helmet on, and get in the game? It's time for Americans. It's time for Christians. It's time for all of us to get back in the game to fight for the soul of this country. That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. I hope it inspired you. hope you uh, enjoyed it. Do me a favor. Share this episode with a friend. Uh, share it on your social media pages. Give us five stars and leave us a review. It helps us in the rankings. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you all again next time.